Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. What's up, everyone? Welcome to popculture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I'm one of your hosts, Anna Rumor. I'm Jameson Brown. And I am Vicky T. I think I'm going to start going by my nickname now. <laughs> Vicky T. That's uh, <laughs> fun. That's fun. I like that. Okay. We've got I feel really like Victoria just sounds so formal sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, what's up, guys? It's Vicky T in the house. <laughs> like, we've got messy buns. We're in sweatshirts. What's the formality? Yeah. I guess there's none. There are Anne. no rules. Actually, don't, don't call me Ann. Um, <laughs> so it is, it's week like four in quarantine, right? I don't know. Sure. Yeah. around there. And we have an awesome show for you. And because nothing else is really happening in the world right now, other than stuff related to Corona and celebrities stepping in it, when it comes to Corona, <laughs> we have got a lot of that today. I, I feel like there's been some good, uh, there've been some donations, some big changes, uh, coming to the way that you know, TV shows are being produced. We'll definitely touch on those. Um, but then we've got some, we've got some messier stuff for specifically related to Kristen Cavallari or Cavallari, Cavallari, whatever. Cavallari. It makes me Cavallari. so sad too. I love her. I know she's so she really stepped in it this week um, over the past couple of weeks, actually. And we'll definitely <laughs> dive into that. And, uh, and then we'll talk about some big changes coming to Real Housewives of Atlanta, Big Brother potentially, potentially The Bachelorette, uh, related to everyone having to stay home and filming being a lot more difficult and being canceled. And then we're going to lighten things up at the end with some The View news slash speculation about Joy Behar, whether she will be around for for another couple of years and and keep your fantasy the view picks in mind so start thinking about those now guys uh let's dive into some of the quick beats that we'll hit about the celebrity coronavirus <laughs> roundup as i'm calling it i guess celebrity covid like roundup a, rolls off the yeah top. it's like a weekly thing now it is because everyone's kind of doing a little bit but everyone's stuck at home so it's tough to yeah Tough to have a lot going on. So starting off on some good news, both Pink and J.K. Rowling came forward this week to reveal that they had tested positive for COVID, gone through that, and recovered from the illness, which is awesome news. Pink, in response, donated a million dollars to the Temple University Hospital Emergency Fund in honor right. of her mother, who used to work there, and uh, and also money to city of Los Angeles's mayor of emergency COVID-19 crisis fund. My God, that's a mouthful. Wow, that's so, a lot. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they really didn't come up with a good acronym for that, guys. Come on. Uh, J.K. Rowling also put together a thing. It's called Harry Potter at Home. And it's this website where it's got free resources for educators and parents who are stuck at home with their kids, where it's got a lot of Harry Potter educational stuff. So those are two celebrities who are putting their experience directly with uh, coronavirus to good use. And we'll celebrate that here. We're not just negative, but then on the <laughs> other hand, great thing to highlight. <laughs> We're not here just for the negative content. <laughs> well, you know, every week I say, I want to see these people donate before they make content. And these people have donated and now are allowed to make content. Good job, guys. Thank there you so you much. Go. 
Uh, on the other side of things, Ellen DeGeneres is kind of in trouble with people because she compared Oops. quarantine to being in jail. Obviously, she lives in like the nicest house ever. And there are people who are incarcerated right now who are like really in danger of catching COVID and, and dying. And, and it's, it was very tone deaf, but like but really, the joke, it's, r- really tone deaf. Really tone deaf. But like, I am not a person who says that things are taken out of context very much because I don't know. I, it feels like if you said it, you said it. But the joke is clearly like a stand up joke like something you would tell at an open mic where it's got a setup and then it's got a punchline I don't think that she actually feels that way I think the joke was one thing I've learned from being in quarantine is this is like jail it's mostly because I've been wearing the same clothes for 10 days and everyone in here is gay so So, I get the clothing part I feel like the rest of it is just you know well, that's a joke that she can make as a gay woman that's not a joke that as a a, yes we're like all all aspects of it, yeah. When you say it in context and read that out, I mean, it does come, you know, come up with a setup and a punchline and kind of a full joke structure. Every part of it's a joke structure, so. I mean, yeah. I, here's my thing. I don't think Ellen ever has, like, bad intentions. I love her. I think she's, like, the kindest person. I mean, I've never met her. I'm sitting here talking to her like we're best friends. But, I mean, I don't think that she meant that to be, you know, offensive. I think you're right, Anna. Like there was like a, it was set up like a joke, you know, and, but we also have to remember too, that there are people who are actually locked up, who are being exposed or who are at risk. So we have to be sensitive to that. But I also don't think it was her heart to hurt anyone. And, and believe me, I'm not one person to defend Ellen DeGeneres. I have kind of an <gasps> opposite view on her, but what? Uh, oh. you don't have to go into that. Anna! <laughs> oh, God. There is, like every person that I love, you just don't. <laughs> there's some stories about how she is allegedly not a very kind person. It's kind of like a widespread, <gasps> really? not so secret in Hollywood Ooh. that she's allegedly not super nice, but... I need to hear this. Well, that, Maybe like not for the check, podcast, but I need to hear it. this. Just Google it. It's everywhere. So I'm not going to go into it. I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's out there. So you can check that out. So I'm just saying, I'm not there to defend her just because I'm like, oh, I love her. She kind of looks like my mom. She does. My mom does. <laughs> all the time. Um, Great reason to love her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not defending her because of that. I'm just like, well, I don't know. Let's all... Be sensitive and not tell bad jokes, but also give each other a, a minor break whenever it comes to things that are not going to kill us because it's the apocalypse and we're still like, ah, excuse me, like I'm mommy shaming you. And it's like, can we just give a break? <laughs> can we have a break? Yeah. Can we just like not be so uptight for, you know, yeah, I agree with yeah. you. I feel like everyone yes. needs to be cut some slack right now. Yes. Let's. Not let's point out errors and in, in a more of a kind way, possibly. I don't know. I'm about to dig in on Sailor Brinkley Cook, so I guess I'm a big old hypocrite. What's up, Sailor? <laughs> <laughs> transition, transition. And the transition, uh. guys. I'm moody. I've been stuck inside for a month. Doesn't matter. My opinions <laughs> come and go with the wind. Um, so Sailor Brinkley Cook, if you don't know her, she is Christy Brinkley's daughter. She was on Dancing with the Stars after Christy broke her wrist. And we talked about that a lot if you listen Mm, to old episodes. mm -hmm. So she's mad. She made everyone mad because she was uh, spotted out in Brooklyn wearing an N95 mask, which, as you guys know, there's such a mask shortage. There are people on the front lines uh, who don't have personal protective equipment 
and uh, Sailor was just like out and out and about in one. So people are really mad about it. And honestly, it would have gone away in like a second if uh, she hadn't come out and, and given this whole statement about it. Victoria, yeah. I see you raising your hand. Can I go, yeah. teacher? Yes. Well, that's what I was going to say. I, I think maybe I jumped ahead of you. I'll let you like mention the statement because I was going to say, I mean, her statement clarifies like why she had the mask. Right. Yeah. So in her statement, she said it's because her mom is an artist. And so they, she already had some, they didn't stocked up on them or anything like that. And, and that's totally fine. Like, you know, whatever. But uh, I did think it was really funny <laughs> that she pointed that she's like, my mom is making donations. Okay. And then I looked and the donations her mom is making is like 20% of her Prosecco sales <laughs> go to COVID relief. <laughs> like, Okay. Oh, I mean, thank you for donating, but also like, maybe don't include that in the apology, sailor. <laughs> she, poor girl just feels like she needs to defend herself. Dude, the girl has been on the defense since Dancing with the Stars. Let's be real. She got criticized hard for going on that show. That whole, that now, whole scenario with the, well, I don't want to do air quotes, but you know what I mean? It was a broken wrist. Break, breaking, yeah, breaking the wrist and her coming in and... I mean, I don't know. I don't, I personally, I don't buy it at all. (gasps) I I, I feel the same way. I feel like that was such a PR stunt. So that's why we feel so ungenerous, (laughs) ungenerous. That's not a word. Who cares? Uh, That's why we don't feel great about sailors. We, we always have a skeptical eye on her. Oh, no. Uh, Did anyone (laughs) else spot some celebs doing anything that they wanted to talk about mid Corona? I'm cu- I, I say this on a general level because I'm, st- I'm seeing a lot of them out at farmer's markets. You know, yeah. I saw, right? Okay. Yeah. And like right now, especially for these two weeks, uh, the most aggressive time, uh, you know, for, for everything because we're on that thick part of the curve up. And, you know, I saw um, the photos of, I think, Laura Dern was like visiting like other people. Yes, I was about to say. I was was like, wait, what? Wait, why? This in no way is essential at all. This is like bottom of the list. And then, and then there are other multiple celebrities who were out uh, at farmers markets. Just, it just, I was, I was shocked. Kendall Jenner took a cruise in her like 1960 Cadillac, and she defended herself by saying, "You know, I just wanted to get out and get some fresh air." And it's like. Have you seen what? your home? A car ride's like, different, though. I would yeah, be you can like, go in a car, but yeah, I would say if you're if you you know if you're just going in a car for like a twenty minute drive with the windows down just to like see things and and get some sunshine and be out, I think that's totally fine because you're interacting with no one in any way. But yeah. it's it's the folks who are out there, you know, you know, breathing all over everybody and, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff to just go home, go home, go home and stay home. My favorite yeah. is looking at all the reality stars who I mean, reality stars are just messy, but they, they've all been posting <laughs> so much of their uh, right. That's why they're on TV. Uh, it's not a talent level. Um, (laughs) Zero talent by any means. No talent. The Kardashians have proven us wrong on that. I mean, it depends on what you think a talent is. A talent could be Instagram. I don't know. That's a whole different (laughs) subject. I'm just... My my favorite thing is looking at these reality stars who keep posting their quarantine squads, but the people in the quarantine squads keep changing. Yes. 
That's not a quarantine. It's flight. not a quarantine if you're changing people in and out. So yeah, and some of the people have been traveling too. Like Hannah Brown was with Tyler. I think <laughs> where were they in Florida? Florida, yeah. And now she's in Alabama, which it's like you're tra- you're traveling. I mean, I guess if she's in a car, I didn't think about that actually. No, but you don't get my statement because I was like, well, maybe she flew. No, I thought you they were in California. Quarantine, like that's not okay. Even if you drive, you're not supposed to drive to another state. Like you, yeah. that's the whole point is not spreading it. So I saw her leave too. I was like, you can't leave. <laughs> if we could leave, then we'd all be fine. But we're stuck here. That's the point. You yeah. lunatics. <laughs> I think that's what irks me the most is you've got so many people who are abiding by the rules, and then you have other people who are just like doing whatever, pretending like life just, and it's like, do you understand for the people who have actually been quarantining themselves and staying home as much as possible? Like, do you think that these people enjoy this? No, they're doing it because we're told, you know, or because they're told. And, and then you've got these other people who are just still out and about. It's like, aren't we defeating the purpose? Speaking of defeating the purpose, this is a perfect segue into the, uh, the scandal surrounding Kristen Cavallari's, I can't remember. It's, I'll just call it Kristen. It's Kristen Cavallari or Cavallari. One rhymes with very Cavallari. It's Cavallari. I think it's, Cavallari, I think I think. it's the one that doesn't rhyme though, because I remember thinking, is it Cavallari? that's a weird name. I've been I, watching I her season name. and I feel like I should know this because she did a, a lot of investigating into her heritage in Italy. And oh, she's God. been saying her name left and right, but I guess I just keep calling her Cavallari. Yeah, well, you know what we mean, guys. And if you yeah, tell me you how to it. pronounce it on Twitter, I will not listen, and I don't care. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> so she's the subject of a viral Twitter thread by writer Claire Downs. So credit is where credit is due. Most of this information comes from her Twitter posts, and then I verified as well, because Twitter is a lie. Um She's getting in big trouble because, <laughs> so she was quarantining with husband Jay Cutler and her hairstylist and a couple nannies appeared in the Bahamas. Um, yeah. So they posted first on Instagram that they were in the Bahamas on March 15th, which was two days after the White House declared a national emergency and three days after the state of Tennessee, which is where she lives, declared a state of emergency. Uh, so travel was already really discouraged by then. She had just been in New York, which is the epicenter like days prior. So obviously they started getting questions on their Instagram. Like, why are you guys in the Bahamas? You should not be. And uh, her, her hairstylist, uh, I believe his name is Justin, Justin, implied that they were, quotes, use the word stuck uh, there. So people were thinking, oh, well, is the government keeping you there? Maybe the Bahamas government is keeping everyone in or, or the U.S. government is keeping everyone out. Um, that's not true. That's None of that was happening at the time. So when people pointed that out, he clarified that they were, quote, stuck there because it was just safer in the Bahamas than it was in the U.S. And um, used the word that no one lives there, which is not true. People live there. Just Bahamas. Bahamian people live there. Well, and I wonder too, were they staying? Because like I watched a lot of their like, you know, Instagram stories and obviously keeping up with what's, you know, on their, their page. Like, were they in, it looked like they were, were they in a hotel? Do we know? It appeared that they were in a resort. Okay. So they're at a resort. So people are at a resort. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh So, So there are people there and you're not stuck there. Your decision 
that it's safer there than it is back in Tennessee does not make you stuck and implying that you're stuck there to get people to stop criticizing you is garbage. So, but then a week after, well, more than a week after they arrived, March 24th, the Bahamas then closed port for incoming travel and asked visitors to leave. So that's oh. the 24th. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, on the 28th, the government said, well, now you're going to have to stay here for an indefinite period of time. On April 6th, well, she's Kristen got all the day- and her family revealed that they had secured a way home saying we had a short window to get out of the Bahamas, so we jumped all over it. Short window. It's probably a private I, jet. From, from March 24th to April 6th, what a short window. That's when they were starting to implicate, um, uh, implement travel restrictions. So they did not have a short window. They had a very long window in which they were relaxing on the beach and chilling in the Bahamas and pretending like, oh, you know, we just got a quarantine here. Dur, dur, dur. Anyways... Now they're back in Nashville and continuing to influence on Instagram and people are pissed. So wait, hold on. Are we mad because they chose to quarantine on a beach or are we mad by how they presented it to the public? Both. Both. We're mad because they should have gone there in the first place. And then instead of just owning it and saying, yeah, we're not doing what we're supposed to do, they painted themselves as victims of some kind of Yeah, Okay. I was just, that's the key part that's ridiculous is that part. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and painting yourself as a victim of like, this happened, this situation happened to you versus no, you created the situation yourself. But I was going to ask, what was, what were the front end dates when they, when they got to the Bahamas again? And was it, so was that like a little bit before the, I mean, all of March, this was a severe issue, well, March fifth. but what March was the 5th. date? They got there on March, March their first Instagram was March 15th, which was two days after the national emergency was declared okay. and three days after Tennessee declared a state of emergency. So it's not like they didn't understand what was going yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. That's, I just wanted to double check. So they, yeah, they, there is no question. They clearly knew the severity and of that the was issue. This, and that was the same time too, that, that like the NBA and like different sports were starting to like cancel all of <laughs> like seasons. Season. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Not like, like they literally for, I think like a couple of days played empty games. Like no one was in the crowd and we were like, oh, it's going to be interesting because they're still like playing, you know? And I think at this point in time, it was, at least for me, it was not even like a concept of canceling the season. I was just curious as to like how they were going to make it work. And then they just yeah. straight out came out and was like, nope, it's getting canceled. Well, and, and so this, I think- and- and this, yeah, and like I feel like with those cancellations, they all happened within like twenty four to forty eight hours. Yeah. And so the clearly, unless you just chose not to look at any media source at all in any way, which probably someone walking down the street would have told you if you had done that. Like you would know the severity of the issue with so many, like the NHL canceled, NBA canceled, everything just mm-hmm. like boom, boom, boom. So. Yeah. My yoga cl- classes were canceled at that places and doing stuff. Uh, but people are just pointing well, and here's out my thing, but- classic rich people privilege. Like, Oh, we actually just want to quarantine on a beach. And then whenever they find out that they might get stuck there, they're like, well, never mind. We want to go home. And then they fly home. Despite the fact that the Bahamas government is like, you should have done this a week ago. And they're just like, oh, we got to <laughs> yeah. get to do whatever we want. No one lives here. But doesn't this show us, though, like, just the straight ignorance that, like, and I I want to use that word lightly. I don't want to hurt anyone or, like, 
oh my god causing you're offense, fine. but they're, it's like I don't. It's, I'm like scared to say anything today but like don't it, you see people who are taking it seriously and I'm talking celebrities and not celebrities, but like for this reference, let's talk celebrities. You see celebrities taking it seriously and then you see other celebrities like not taking it seriously. And I just think that that is like a grand picture of what the U S is right now. You've got half the people and this is not like a, an actual like number. I'm just using this like for, you know, for this purpose, but like you got half the people who care and half the people who don't half the people who are paying attention and like taking it seriously. And then you've got these other people who are not taking it seriously. And I think that this was a shining example of like, you know, the spring breakers that we saw in Florida that we were oh. reporting on. You've just got and all these kids that are like, this. yeah, that was like, yes. weeks, like yeah. weeks plural before this situation. Yeah. 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 Well, and they were like, even like one spring breaker, I mean, out of the how many that were interviewed was like, well, I've been planning my trip for the last two months, so I'm not going to cancel anything and blah, blah, blah. Like, I get it. You're broke in college. You spent like $500 and that's a lot for you. I get it. But like Kristen Cavallari, they got, ma- they got money. You know they, what I mean? Like they, they could have canceled because I'm sure that that was probably a spring break trip for their kids because that was around the time that kids are out for spring break. But at that point, it's like schools are starting to cancel. Why do you find it okay to travel there? Because they're rich and consequences don't apply if you're <laughs> a rich person. And I wish I, mean, I, was I guess it is. Yeah, it's true. She hasn't gotten in trouble with it except for people, you know, scoffing at her on on Twitter and Instagram. But will this affect her? No. That's why I'm saying yeah. you don't need to worry about hurting her feelings because I don't think she cares at all. Yeah, I mean. We saw, I mean, there were like memes going around when people were first starting to get tested for the coronavirus. And it was like, do you have to be an NBA player to get tested? Or do you have to be a celebrity (laughs) to get tested? Because it seems like only the celebrities were allowed tests and the rest of us are just like left out high and dry. Well, that's, that's actually one interesting thing. And this is kind of going back. We have to take a break in just a second. But one interesting thing about um, Pink's recovery story, and obviously she and her, her children, you know, had it and it was good that they got tested and they recovered. And so that's good. But people did notice that based on the testing, because they tested once to be diagnosed and then they tested again to make sure that they were um, clear of it, that they would have gotten six tests, just that family. People did the math and were like, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. And people were like, huh? Well, I'm glad that the tests were being used correctly, but it's certainly interesting how people can't get one test. And y'all yeah, no oh, yeah. Even if you have some testing. of the symptoms, yeah, they're yeah. just like, eh, like you'll be fine unless you absolutely need hospital care. You'll be fine. It's like, yeah. okay. I saw a meme that was, uh, and we'll break right after this, but I'll bring it up before we go to break. I saw a meme that was like, this is like the worst group project ever because half of us are doing the the work. Yes. Half is like, no, 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 we're being graded for this. You're just <laughs> I feel like at this point, Anna, you could like, if you had symptoms or something, you could go up and be like, Hey, I got a blue check mark next to my name on Twitter. And they'll be like, all right. <laughs> Guys, I'm verified on Twitter. And Jameson has one too, doesn't he? What? The the blue check? The blue check. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Yeah. You, you and I you guys are good. You guys are good. Those blue <laughs> checks don't mean squat. Hey it man. It doesn't mean you can you just never know effectively on Twitter. All right, we do have to take a break. We do have to take a break. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk about some TV changes uh, based on the coronavirus, and uh, then we'll end with The View. So we'll talk to you in a second. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. 
Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. All right, we are back, guys, and we got more Corona chat, which, like, I get if you're burnt out on it, but that's the world we live in today. Hey, we are, too. I saw a tweet that was like, I'm tired. Tomorrow already sucks. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty good, though. Creative tweet. It's pretty good. Uh, But so we're going to talk about how that has changed some of our beloved reality shows because. A lot of scripted shows, they already have them in the can. They film them so far in advance. It's not that big of a deal. We've got stuff for a while. Reality shows, which film a lot closer to when they air, kind of scrambling right now. So Real Housewives of Atlanta, which is just scheduled to wrap up its finale on April 19th, they still haven't filmed their reunion. Everyone knows who watches Housewives. The end of this each season ends with a reunion. It's not a season of Housewives if there's no reunion. So people were kind of wondering... <laughs> What are we going to do with what that? What if they do it via Zoom? Well, that's what they're going to do. Andy uh, Cohen announced a couple days ago that they are going to film the reunion remotely from home. Okay. Uh, that's going to be so aggressive, though. Because if there's like a delay or something and someone's like going off and someone else tries to chime in, this could be really interesting. Well, and it's really interesting, too, because I actually watched this on Discovery Channel today. I filmed a couple days ago, but it was on my DVR today. Um, they did a deadliest catch chat with all the captains and nice. Mike Rowe, and they did it remotely. And it worked out pretty well. Uh, there were a few little foibles and stuff like that, but they just laughed it off. That being said, they weren't trying to have a bunch of people talking at once in that. And they also weren't angry at each other. So I feel like the Real Housewives of Atlanta one is going to be absolutely It's going to be crazy. It is, but he he said that delaying the filming wasn't really an option because he said that if they delay these kind of simmering angry feelings that the women have with each other, it's not going to let them move forward and film the next season as soon as things get popping again and we're allowed to leave our house. So I thought All that was right. really interesting. I think that's probably how most reality shows are going to be filming their reunions going forward. Um so I, it was, I think a lot of people had speculated that was what was going to happen, but it was nice. I'm, sh- I'm sure there'll be some, some concern with doing that too, because now with all the zoom bombing stuff that's happening, like what if, like, what if that happens in the Ooh. middle, a middle of like a big, you know, like a big re- recording for something like for a, a place like Bravo or whoever. Yeah, well, that that's true, but they're not live, so that's yeah, that'll be pre-recorded. Okay. That happened that they would be able to edit that out. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, okay. actually, Good. implemented some additional encryption to uh, so that that's not as prevalent. But uh, that, yeah, that was a wild. There's just some aggressive moment. things happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people get bored, and you know, things things get weird. Things happen. Um, Big Brother though is kind of hanging in the balance people are wondering that typically starts in june um hollywood reporter said the other day that it's totally scrapped they're not doing the season but the casting director the day prior was tweeting about the deadline to apply is still in place so it seems like maybe it's not totally scrapped maybe they'll push it back but 
I don't know, it would be difficult for them to start in June at this point unless something drastically changes. So yeah. I'm not sure we were that. we reported this is just like a random fact about Big Brother, but I think it was Big Brother in Germany and in Brazil or something. Um by the time the world had been introduced to the coronavirus, I remember us doing a story about like, is there anyone that doesn't know about the coronavirus? Actually, yes. People that were in the Big Brother house at the time. Yeah, and that was, was the only time. I think they allowed to. T- they were allowed to tell them, which they usually don't. Like, if unless a family member is involved, I think the only other time they've ever broken like their house rules to tell them what had happened was during 9-11. And I think because of one of the contestants had a family member that worked in one of the towers. So they had to tell them. So that was kind of a big deal on Big Brother's end because they don't usually break those those protocols. Yeah, that was actually fascinating too, because I did, I watched the caption version of Big Brother Germany when they broke it to them and everyone was like, what happened? And it was like, <laughs> yeah. Think for a second how... I would feel like in that scenario, if you're one of those people, how more amplified that would be to hear of an outbreak of something like coronavirus and you've been isolated already yeah. in, a, in a scenario like oh, that, no. that's me- that kind of messes with you mentally of like what the outside world is. And now you're getting that information. That would be very, very mentally shocking to say the that least. That feels like. It feels like when I was seven and I got my teeth knocked out and I couldn't eat solid food for a month. And then right before I got (laughs) solid food, I got stitches in my lip and got told I couldn't eat solid food for another month. That's what that feels like. Oh, (laughs) that's a punch to the gut. I finally get outside. Like, no, you don't. You're like, no. But think about how, I think, Jameson, you bring up a good point. Like, but also think about how daunting of a thought that is. Like, once you're out. You don't know what to expect. It's, it's like, like Truman you Show. Get to res- yeah, like you don't get to just show. resume life as normal. You're like walking <laughs> into an outbreak. It's yeah, like, boom. Being what if you're just, you're just like, now. I just want to stay in the house. I'm good. I'll just, I'm just gonna chill here for I like the next six months. Record what you will. I'll be here. I'll be in the corner. <laughs> I would watch like an extended Big Brother season where it's just them being like, you can't make us leave. No, it's nice in here. <laughs> yes. It's big. There's food delivered to us. We uh, like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last thing was uh, Reality Steve actually just reported this a couple hours ago. And I was listening to this podcast right before we came on here. So uh, obviously nothing has been confirmed yet. But if you don't know, Reality Steve is a guy who... Uh, reports on bachelor spoilers and he's got really his ear to the ground in bachelor nation. He's reporting that for Claire Crawley's upcoming season of the bachelorette, that ABC is currently like shopping around to see if there are resorts that they could rent out like a full resort for everyone. in The bachelorette, everyone would go there quarantine for two weeks, test themselves. And once they test negative would film the entire season within that resort within five weeks. I am shocked. for an interesting season i am shocked from a legal and liability standpoint that that is even a possibility for them to consider Uh, i i really i mean he said that uh, there's been no resort chosen but that is what they are moving forward with right now is trying to shop around well that resort better really pay attention to the specifics of uh that legal working contract because if someone uh first contracted that and then also you know god forbid passed away 
we would be well, back. I was, mm-hmm. I mean, I was just thinking from a purely mm-hmm. TV standpoint, how much would that suck? Because every single person who goes on The Bachelorette pretty much just wants to travel and become an Instagram <laughs> influencer, and they don't get to go anywhere now. All the dates that are is true. And just sitting at a table talking to each other. No one gets to go on fun vacation. They'll probably be in like in a tropical resort or something like that, but they don't get to go anywhere else. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. And you got to think too, other shows who might, you know, it's like back to the whole like school meme reference, like, you know, that one kid gets to do this, but why doesn't the rest of everyone else? I feel like other shows are going to start to be like, wait, hold on. Like Big Brother, for instance, Big Brother, they're stuck in a house. So it's like, if they're able to do that, I'm sure Big Brother would be like, well, why don't we do this? Or American Idol or all these other shows who have been postponed. I'm sure all of them are going to be like, wait a minute, hold on. If they have a way of doing it, then so do we. Because the world still spins. And we Listen, make people, are, people are getting creative. And it's uh, interesting to kind of see what they're coming up with. So we'll definitely yeah. keep you updated on whatever comes up from that. But I just heard that um, and was like, huh, that is... That would create a very different dynamic for the season and no hometown dates too, which would be. Maybe it would make it more interesting though. Cause aren't we a little like over the bachelor and the bachelorette at this point? That's, that's true. just need a little COVID injection to get us back on the board. <laughs> need a little COVID. We'll be fine. All right. And then let's uh, break down our last topic of the day, just cause we could talk about that for forever. Um, it's, it's just a little wild you know, speculation about what we would want next. So Joy Behar, who has been on The View for a million years, said in a new interview for the paperback of uh, the Ladies Who Punch book, which there's been so many headlines from that. She said, I have a three-year contract, but that doesn't mean I can't leave if I want to because they can't really do anything to me at this point. I don't see myself staying around for more time. That could be that's it. I could be wrong. If I'm as fabulous in 2022 as I am now, I'll think about it. But the chances of that happening, you know, time marches on. I'm not a kid. So Mm. everyone's like, okay, well, she's thinking about retiring. That quote is very telling. But she goes on The View today and says, uh, you know, she quotes Mark Twain kind of says rumors of her retirement are greatly exaggerated. Um, And that actually because of the coronavirus, she's like, I don't want to retire. What would I even go do? It's not like I'm getting on a cruise or going anywhere. Um, Do we think that it would change, though, the view uh, if Joy Behar wasn't there? Oh, 100%. I mean, her. her She's a firecracker on there. I love her. She's my favorite. That's why I was immediately like, we have to talk about this. So I, first of all, she can never retire or I will be personally, (laughs) personally devastated. But I am curious for you guys. If she did retire, or if there's just another open spot on The View, who would you guys want to fill in? Ooh. Gosh. Wow. You really gave us a thinker, Anna. I told you guys about it in Hmm. the beginning. You've had like 30 minutes now to think about it. Yeah. (laughs) Answer my questions and talk and be charming on this podcast. Uh. It's Would they and and I and I say this for the controversy purposes, Mm -hmm. but would they ever bring back uh, Hasselbeck? Like for as, because like if they did her and McCain and then had everyone else, that would be like what would that be? Three versus two, basically. Yeah. In that setup, and yeah, I mean, let's be honest. 
those ratings probably would be through the roof if that happened because of how much drama. I bet one of them would quit though. I bet that would be after they did that for like a season. I bet McCain would would just be like, I'm I'm actually done now. So, I know she always feels like right on the verge of quitting anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. but Hey, it'd be a heck of a season. Right. I would go for Chris Jenner. Oh, Oh, okay. That's an, I, love <clears throat> I feel like I could, okay. I could definitely watch and see Chris Jenner on there. I'd be rooting for Chris Jenner too. Okay. I'm cool. just curious if she knows things that would actually be, well, I think she's capable. I mean, yeah. she's like the best momager in the world. I feel like if I feel like, I mean, the first couple of episodes for sure would be very like, meh. But I feel like once she got the hang of it, Chris Jenner could just pop off. She'd be cool. I I feel like um, that would be very interesting, but I feel like it would make her a lot less likable because she has this kind of, I'm like a yeah. fun mom, I'm a momager thing going on. But I think when she started to reveal her opinions on things going on in the world today, I feel like a lot of the people who really like her would not like her so much because I don't think that those necessarily align, if you know what I'm saying. Yes. I feel 100%. Like, I, I think that it would change the dynamic of how we view Kris Jenner because I feel like everyone kind of views her like, ah, oh, she's a cute little momager. She's always mm-hmm. there for toe touches and, you know, encouragement. You know, I think, yes, I definitely think that would change. But if I wanted someone in there, I'd be willing to risk it. I love that idea. Um, nice. My my dream would I want to bring back Rosie O'Donnell so much, but I oh, actually yeah. write a story about how she is like hard pass. I am not going back. <laughs> She's like I have yeah been there, done with it. <laughs> I just love I mean, Rosie. I love what she brings to it. I know she and Whoopi hate each other, so it would never happen again. <laughs> but like I just I, I dream of the day that she comes back. When they brought back the Rosie O'Donnell show for just like a one shot amid all the coronavirus stuff, I was in heaven. I love her. Yeah. I went to Elizabeth Hasselbeck was here in Nashville one time and um, I went to go interview her. Oh, does she live here? I think so. Oh, well, anyway, she was here (laughs) (laughs) and she was, you know, doing a little spiel. Of course, all the moms of Franklin and Nashville were like, oh my God, what's it like to be on The View? And she like got real with it. She did. She, she never spoke unkind about anyone. She handled herself so professionally and so genuinely, but she did say, I mean, it's, it's a lot like what you see is real. So it's like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Rosie O'Donnell, aside of her and Whoopi not getting along, but like just the fact that like, that isn't every day. Like imagine like arguing every day for your job, five days a week. And then like having to turn it on and then like, if you're already having a bad day or what if you're just having a good day and then you start going in there and you got to argue and then it just sets the whole tone of your day, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a tough dynamic to navigate. Uh, we've definitely got to wrap up soon, though. So <laughs> let's do a really quick rapid fire off. pop culture pick of the week. Um, for Do you guys have anything in mind? Yes. Uh, quick note, um, Ozark, best show uh, streaming right now. I, I, I love every bit of it, and uh, I'm probably going to finish season three in the next 24 hours. It's amazing. Can't stop watching. It's fabulous. I'm jealous that you still have episodes to watch. Like, I now have to wait another year to get another season, and I'm pissed <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm trying not to burn I'm trying not to burn through it too quickly. So Savor it, Jameson. Savor it. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Victoria? Uh, Mine is, okay, even though I was really sad to see, I I was a late bloomer for joining Modern Family. Um, I never really watched it, like, for several years it was on, and then, like, only in the last, like, two years did I start watching it, and yesterday was the, or I'm sorry, two days ago was the final episode, 
And so even though I'm very sad about it, I know it's not like a fun pick of the week, but it was just very nice to see the entire cast come together and like show their raw emotions, give their thanks to the fans. And that was a pretty special moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched that show for a little bit. I dropped off once I didn't have cable for like seven years of my life. Um, <laughs> but Easy it, it to do. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, mine is Deadliest Catch is coming back. I love Deadliest Catch. I, it's so good. And I am obsessed with like fishing. I, I don't know anything about fishing, but now when I watch it, I'm like, <laughs> oh, that line's not going to get like, that line's going to get caught. Like I know anything about anything. <laughs> She's an expert um, now. I'm an expert, but it, it's coming back Tuesday. And then right after that uh, premiere, the new uh, Deadliest Catch spinoff, which is called Bloodlines. Um, is going to premiere Ooh. and that's about Josh Harris kind of going down to Hawaii and investigating his late father's legacy. I am Sweet. stoked. I've seen some previews. I've got some interviews coming up and it looks like it's being bad. So get hyped Sweet. guys. <laughs> uh, don't forget to follow popculture.com for all your up-to-date news. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Anna rumor. I'm at Jameson G Brown. And I'm at V McOtomy. Drop us a rating, drop us a review, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere that you get your podcasts. Um, And we will talk to you next time because we'll be right here still. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going anywhere. Streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.